Tea, I said for the fifth or sixth time, as Frankie repeated for the fifth or sixth time how he hoped I didn't mind they had let themselves in. For the fifth or sixth time, I assured him I did not mind, and physically steered him and his girlfriend back to my couch. I pointed emphatically, and they finally sat back down. That Herculean task accomplished, I moved on to the tea preparations. Frankie, meanwhile, moved on to the tangent of how he and Lizzie had expected me to be home when they arrived, and how they had waited for me to come back home so they could explain, and how he had expected me to be home, and how, since I wasn't, he wasn't sure what to do, and so that's why he let himself in, and he hoped I didn't mind, but they didn't know what else to do, and the taxi had already left, and so they decided to stay until I got home, and he really hoped I didn't mind. Testimony to my infinite patience, I listened, and listened. At some point, I even managed to serve tea. I calmly sipped my beverage, hoping that my own serene aspect might rub off. Lo and behold, eventually Frankie did have to breathe. He shut up, but that only gave Lizzie a chance to get rolling. It's like all my fault, Miss Hewitt. It was me who wanted to go out to the car in, like, the middle of the dance. We were in line to get our picture taken, and I was like, I lost my lipstick. And, like, I thought maybe I dropped it in the car. And so Frankie was like, let's go look for it. And so we went back to the car, and that's when we saw Miss Jilton, and she was, like, dead. I was relieved she put a period there. But before I could get a word in edgewise, Lizzie was, like, talking again. And then Frankie, like, panicked and started running away, and I was, like, trying to keep up, but I couldn't go fast in these shoes. Lizzie picked up the corner of her red satin dress to display her ruby-red stilettos. But then Frankie noticed I wasn't keeping up, and he, like, stopped, and by then we were three blocks from the school, and we tried to figure out what to do next. I was like, maybe we should go back to the school. But Frankie was, like, panicking about your car. So, like, he called you, but you didn't answer. Lizzie stopped long enough to frown and it occurred to me Frankie only had my landline number. I got up to check my messages as she continued. Frankie was like all afraid you'd be mad at him for wrecking your car, and I was like, why don't we go tell her what happened in person? But then we remembered we didn't have a way to get here, since, like, we didn't think it would be a good idea to take Miss Jilton off your car and drive it. She looked at me for verification, and I agreed that, yes, it probably was best they had not moved the body. Lizzie continued. So then Frankie was like, I have my father's credit card tonight. So we called the cab company, and like neither of us had ever called a taxi before, but like we figured it out, and then the cab came, and we got here, but you weren't home. She stopped. But it took me a moment to realize she had finished and was expecting a response. Um, I said.